Episode 85, The Rain. Cassio Machado and Ralph the Ref discuss the special ebook inspired by the first 50 episodes of The Rain, The Rain Replay. There were so many quotes that you could sift out out of the first 50 episodes and needed to be preserved in writing for posterity. In this pod, we discuss the genesis of the project, the transcribing of the quotes, how it has helped me to master English, and our favorite episodes thus far. All that and more, episode 5, now. The Rant has been brought to you by Roar Organic. Everything your body needs, nothing it doesn't. There's a reason they say variety is the spice of life. And with their new organic line comes the following exciting flavors. Georgia peach, blueberry acai, cucumber watermelon, mango clementine, pineapple mint, strawberry coconut. Ah! Roar Organic uses a proprietary electrolyte blend created with organic coconut water, organic cane sugar, and sea salt. It's non-GMO, vegan-friendly, gluten-free, no artificial colors or flavors, no preservatives, and no artificial sweeteners. Just 2 grams of sugar and only 10 calories per serving. Visit Roar.land and use the code REFEREERANT, one word, in the checkout and receive 10% off your next purchase. That's Roar.land, code REFEREERANT. The Rant has been brought to you by the revolutionary product for referees and all professionals alike, Neat Tucks. What the tuck? Traditional shirt stays have been tried and true, but never accounted for those professionals that have shorts as uniforms. What do you do when you officiate soccer or lacrosse or even basketball in the summer? Don't forget about baseball umpires too. Enter Neat Tucks, which come in style and active versions. Don't get it twisted. You can even wear them at your 9 to 5 too. Listeners of The Rant can visit neattux.com and enter the coupon code REFEREERANT, one word, and receive 20% off your initial order. That's REFEREERANT, one word. Happy tucking! Welcome to another edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref. I'm with a special guest by way of Sao Paulo, Brazil, now in Elmont, New York. Cassio Machado, what's good, bro? I'm good, Ralph. How's it going? So this is a special bonus side project um, edition of The Rant, and we're going to talk about our uh, new project that we have been working on, and um, initially it was called something else, but I think that we finally nailed down what the name is going to be, and, and I'm kind of happy because the name is kind of suspect, but um, the, the project is called The Rant Replay, Rewinding and Finding the Best Quotes of Episode one through 50 and um to me it's a special thank you for all the people that have been on the pod uh from episodes one through 50 and hopefully we can start uh getting the mailing list rolling and then you know eventually have the jugs jewels and all that but um you know nonetheless welcome to the show man thanks man so you know really quickly um as i've been nearing episode 100 i knew that um a lot of the things that were said from episode one through 50, especially, you know, your particular episode, episode 21, um, there was all these little nuggets that you can really extract. And, you know, sometimes I would find myself, especially um, something like episode 36, Bernard Bowen, that I would always find myself referring back to and listening to it all the time because, you know, maybe I would experience something in the refereeing world and then I would go, you know what, I, I remember that was kind of mentioned. And you know, even today and to that point, I even, uh, after seeing Derek Madry in person, I haven't seen him in a couple months and, you know, I listened to his podcast and it was, he was talking about how, 
You know, make sure you know what you're doing at these parks and venues because you can get ran up out of there. And then I was thinking about my experience at Rucker Park, right? Like, wow, that's so true. And then he was saying how he was a cop um, and he was a a cop near 155th, near Holcomb Rucker Park, and that he would always finesse his way in. And truth be told, we saw cops circling the park and we were like, wow, that that was one steric. So, you know, to me, it, it... it, it's kind of like listening to Jay-Z. There's there's all these Easter eggs. And, you know, that's really cool. And, and sometimes people, uh, I'm not sure if they care as much as I care about my own product. But, you know, I often find myself repeating certain things and just really listening to it. But I thought to myself, you know, it'd be cool to, you know, extend that art and make something uh, really special of, you know, why don't I just extract all of those quotes that I thought were pertinent from one through 50 and you know I approached you as soon as you came out here of transcribing that so you know what was your experience you know transcribing episodes one through 50 now that uh, we've almost reached the final destination yeah so what happened was before I came I listened to every episode you ever released and this I told you I was back in Brazil and Every time you would release a new episode, I would listen to it. Uh, at my time, you know, I would be driving to a game, I'll put the pod on. I would be walking to the supermarket, I'll go with my earphones, podcast on. Uh, sometimes I would have music, but when I didn't have music to listen, I'll go, well, let's get some podcasts. Because all the guests, they have a story. Every guest has something to contribute to a person's growth. So sometimes I may have listened to podcasts that I didn't really take much from it, but I know that the things they said would work for someone else. So when you when you gave the idea, and as, as I said to you when I came here, I'm not very good at having ideas, but I'm very good at trying to make things work. So I like to make things work. So if you have an idea and I can make it work, I'll do it. So when you said, well, I needed to transcribe everything, I said, well, I definitely can do it. And it's a good way for me to practice my English, to get better, to practice my listening, because I'm listening to all these people talking, all these different sort of English, let's say, because a few people come from different cities, different realities, different ways of speaking. And also I had the chance to now listen to the episodes again, being inserted in the U.S. reality, which means they make way more sense to me now. So I remember listening to all the basketball guys, and I'm like, I don't understand what JV is, what varsity is, what is like federations and college, you know? Like, I was really confused. But now I'm starting to get to know all these things. It was easier for me to understand. And coming back, listening to episode 1 to 50 again writing the notes I could pick up so many things for myself so I say it was also very helpful to me to do that so I would definitely do forever for you this thing of transcribing the episodes you have because it always helps me to grow and I'm positive that it's gonna help other people too and as I was transcribing it, sometimes I'm like listening to it. And, you know, 
the reason why I didn't try to push it really hard is because I felt that when I did maybe two or three episodes a day, I would see that my mind would start to become too lenient on the information. Mm. So I would be listening to things that are good, but I couldn't really find a way to transcribe it. And it was not, I would be unfair to the guests and even to the people who are going to read that if I become lenient with the information and I just skip on it. So then I was doing two to three pods a day. A few days off, I managed to do four, maybe five when I was on a, on a very good day. But I would keep to two pods every day. And I really tried to extract the best information from each episode, include, including mine. Um, and, well, sometimes it may have been a little bit subjective because I might listen to something and find that important. You may listen to something and find the other bit important. But I try to do it as fairly as I, as I could. So I really try to extract the best of the best. And I definitely did have at least one call from everyone. So we're not leaving anyone uh, outside of this book because I think it's a very important thing also to appreciate the people who took the time to participate, to tell the stories and maybe when they read it and maybe when some people read it they're going to see how great it was, you know sometimes we say in words it looks like, ah, yeah, it's fine but when you read it it looks perfect so I really liked and well there were a few guests that I had to write several pages because they just had so much to say that I know that is important. So we're writing two pages, you know, and that's it. And definitely it's going to be helpful. And I remember uh, the, it was we were at Wendy's and I think you went through episodes one through six and you finally saw me type. <laughs> you saw me transcribing what you wrote on paper and then um, you saw that I have a dirty secret that I can type a thousand words per minute. And what was your experience watching that? Yeah, I was impressed because the quickest typer that I that I knew was my mom. My mom, she used to type for a company and she had like a typing course. That was something that you had to do, let's say, 20 years ago. So she's really good at typing. She types really quick. But you type quickly and also it looks like you're playing the piano. <laughs> so it looks like it's art. It's art on the making. Uh, and I was impressed by that. And as you mentioned, I started transcribing with a pen and a paper. Then I know how painful that was because then I had to send you all the transcriptions and you have to type it again. So, well, I took, I took a jump, a step forward into technology. I grabbed my tablet and I tried to tap um, to to transcribe on my on my on my tablet which which means you have the digital form now so you just have to do some editing and stuff but it's way quicker for you you don't have to retype everything and as, as I was typing on my on my tablet I was well I am as quick on the tablet as I was writing and also the tablet is going to fix all the mistakes I might make on my writing because I'm definitely going to make a lot because I might hear this word and then I have to spell it and I'm like, whoa, I know this sounds in a way but it spells differently. So 
this is something that to me is challenging coming from English as a second language. Uh. But it's good for me. Like again, I'm learning I'm learning how to now listen to words and know how to write them. So it's great. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool that it's uh, anchoring your ability to I guess be a better communicator now that you're out here because, you know, one of the big things when you referee is obviously communicating and you want to make sure that you have your best foot forward when you're servicing all these games. So, um, you know, I I know that I've kind of told you that we're going to transcribe that and, you know, you've been emailing me all them. How do you envision what the rant replay is going to look like? I was really curious to know, okay, because I, I saw, let's say, a sketch of it, but I'm definitely sure you're going to make something way different and way more artistic with that but to tell you that I know how it's gonna look like I have no idea because I never know what comes out from your mind but I'm definitely sure it's gonna be something surprising it's gonna be something very artistic and I think it's gonna be worthwhile for our guests to read for their friends to read so they can read the, the words that they said and they can also read the best things that other people said in the pod. So let's say if you're that type of guy that says, I don't have time to listen to 50 episodes, I would say to you, read the book. And it's going to make you want to listen to the episodes because mm. after you get the best parts of it, you want to know the story of the person behind of the quotes because those are only quotes. So you might get to know a few people, but you only get to really know them by either knowing them in person or maybe listening to their stories because our stories tell a lot of who we, who we are. Make yeah. sense? Yeah, and, and after you just said all that, I kind of spaced out because I think I figured out what I want the cover to look like. And that's <laughs> kind of weird that I can do that. But, um, you know, nonetheless, um, you already called it. You said you want to do it in perpetuity. And, you know, we're nearing 100, so... You know, I think that this is like endless work. It's, you know, one through 50. That's great. We're going to publish that. We're going to put it on the website as a free PDF. Uh, we're also going to uh, ship it on Amazon uh, so we could publish that. And obviously it's going to be all for free. I'm going to start charging later, later on in life. Uh, not in life, but um uh, during later projects I just want to show I want to give the people what they want and to me like I said it's a thank you for all the people that have contributed to the growth of this podcast and it's each and every person that has already been a guest but you know 51 through 100 will be rapidly approaching because we're already at 81 and then um, you know by the time that this goes this will probably be in between 100 because we're going to talk about the project and then we're going to have 100 to 150 and we're just going to keep going and, and you're up to task for that. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm up to do it. Up to do it. And I'll definitely now plan how am I going to do 50 to 100. Uh, I know that the pace is going to be way easier because you still have pods to be released, which means I, I don't have to do two or three a day. If I do one or two a day, I know I'll catch up to you, I think, at 100. So my plan is to go a little bit slower this time. I'll probably try to see the mistakes that I've made because I must have made a lot because it's the first time I'm transcribing anything. It's the first time you're doing this. So what I want from this project now is, and meaning no disrespect to the people who come from 1 to 50, is that 51 to 100 is going to 
be even better. Then 101 to 150, it's going to be even better. And also because I will become better at transcribing and I will become better at extracting the information from people. So I will start learning what is really important and what it isn't. But I don't know, man, I'm very good at getting, I, I, I think that I have this fe feeling of getting good information from people, you know, and I think this is also an ability because sometimes you listen to people and you don't absorb anything. I am a person who I do listen. It might look that I'm not absorbing it, but second time you look, you see, yeah, I do absorb a lot of things that people tell me. So, and that's how I work on transcribing right i listen to it and if it hits me i'm like okay i'm writing this and sometimes what i do is okay i'm gonna write it and if i read again and i don't feel it i said ah, okay i got the wrong thing so i can always erase it so i'm never gonna miss the opportunity to write and then if i have to raise it i raise it but i don't let it pass just because i don't want to write it now i might say well this is okay but let me put it here and maybe it's gonna connect to something. So yeah, my goals are to do this because as I said to you, all the time I do it, I'm helping myself too. So it's not something that I'm only doing for everyone else. I'm doing that for myself. And I also do it for you because you help me a lot. I wanna help you. I said to you, I wanted to contribute somehow. Maybe this is one of the ways I can. We're gonna find other ways too. But so far, this is what I've been doing. How are you gonna feel? Um you know, obviously, when this podcast is published, um, how are you going to feel? That you're going to feel geeked out that um, you're going to—it's going to have a—you're—you're you're the main contributor of this project, and that—that's going up. Yeah, look, I don't know, man. I never felt that I was um, up to the task of doing something that would be great, that would impact people. You know, I believe that this project—I think—is the first thing in my life that. I can do and I know that really is going to impact many people. I don't remember doing something that impact this amount of people we're going to impact when this book come out, when other things come. So I'm really proud of myself that I managed to do it. And I'm also proud of myself that I'm actually doing it in English. I'm not doing it in Portuguese. Not that it would be a problem to do in Portuguese, but I'm saying I'm doing in another language and right. I can keep up to the task which makes me very happy man makes me very proud i'm pretty sure that my folks at home are going to be really proud too like my most of my family they are into education so they are into giving to others you know because being an educator is about giving to others so now that i i'll be able to give something to other people to a lot of people it makes me really happy mm. and i think that it's one of my mission uh, on earth I don't know yeah and I think that's crazy and I think the craziest thing of it all is that um, not only is this going to be a benefit to um, you know the referee community it's going to be a thank you for all the people that have already contributed from episodes 1 through 50 um, on top of all of the other uh, referees that will, will gain knowledge from that is that it's helping you <laughs> learn English that's 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 it that means a lot to me. That's man. it. Yep. And, you know, I'm really excited for this project. I hope everyone enjoys it. Um, I, like I said, it's going to be a big thank you um, that everyone can see that they're, you know, in a published work and, 
that that's their words you know like that's that's kind of cool and and I think I'm going to marry the artwork with it as well last thing I did want to ask was what has been your favorite episodes from 1 through 50 and I'll probably speak on mine too there, there we go well I didn't really want to be unfair to anyone I I like a little bit of all of them but I do remember four of them were my favorites um uh, I'm not going to include myself in... I really like to be part of the podcast, but I'm not going to say, yeah, I like episode 21. Why? You can get high on your own supply. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Uh, but I definitely like to do Ernie's podcast. It was really, really good, really deep. I think that I wrote maybe four pages of that. Uh, then I had Bernard Bowen. was another one that was really, really long, but very informative. And... I recommend Bernard Bowen to everyone, Ernest too. Everyone who is connected to basketball should hear those, read those. Uh, coach Vaughn. Coach Vaughn is really good, and I had the pleasure to watch her coaching the other day. And I would say that she should be given a course on coaching. Like, how can you be a coach who doesn't say a single word to the referees and still win the things? She's so cool, man. She doesn't scream. She doesn't say anything. Did you, did you, now you believe me that we don't talk to the refs? Yeah. Like, you guys are great. They're I like, don't even think about it. She pulled the girls out and said, yeah, yeah, do this, do that, do that. Now go, go, go to spot. It's a serious operation. And she doesn't say anything else. Like, she's great, man. She's great. Then you guys just won the tournament. So you see, you don't have to be a crazy coach to, to be successful, you can just do like the right thing. Oh, teach, we're crazy. We, teach we, your kids. We spent the whole day thinking we're, we, we're, we're not good. You can be crazy like in your mind. You can be crazy in your practice. But then don't bring your craziness into other people's lives. Like the referees have nothing to do with that. So, yeah, I really like her pod. And the way that she speaks about things and how she likes to make uh, people feel independent and stuff like that. So she's great. And then... And then we had Johnny Showtime, the the pro wrestling uh, referee. Like he was great. I think that he he told one of the funniest stories of all of the fifty episodes. And I made sure that I wrote that down in the book because it was just something that he said. Like that he's gonna do. Like he's gonna kick this guy out. He's gonna kick the dog out. He's gonna kick the baby out because he was really pissed that. People giving him the the work in in a baseball game. So yeah, I think those are the four that I like the most. Your story is great, so I have always had a lot of interest in your story. And then when you told it on a podcast, I was like, ah, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all the reasons like why you doing this, like I I can really relate to that. Or. Uh, but yeah, I think maybe there were two or three there that I really enjoyed. I just didn't really write them down. So the ones that come to my mind now, like when you ask, I think those are the five best ones out of the out of the fifty. Word. And I start to think about the ones that I guess were my favorite. My favorite was. I don't even know if it's my favorite, but I know that there's a special, special place in my heart for episode one, Jeff Lescaflair, because it was just an idea. Mm. I was bold enough to do it. 
I had no idea how I was going to edit it. I had no idea how I was going to structure the questions. You know, I think I'm going to listen to it on my drive home back. Like, yeah, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I just was kind of. It was way it. different. Like, you see the structure. I think after episode 10, it starts to be shaping a, a sort of structure. But one to ten, it was like very different. Everything you would have like ten episodes that were very different from one another. Maybe that was a good thing. Maybe that was a bad thing. But I think that structure is is uh, always something very important. Yeah, and you know, as we're recording this, I'm looking at episode one, and mm -hmm. I do remember like the picture was. What I was originally going to do was just, like, pictures that I took just from around the way. And I remember that day it had freezing rain and I just took a picture of my windshield. Mm. And that's what it was. And I didn't think to put Jeff as officiating at the time. And But, man, I I just remember just asking him questions. And I've always had the equipment. I just never really put it to use. But uh, that's one of my favorites only because he believed in me. He believed that... Um, I could do it. And then I guess once I heard the final product, I was just geeked out that I had one. And that was definitely one of the first highlights that and I had. And it's harder to have number one, right? The first one is always the hardest. Like, n number 100 is not as hard as number one. Number one is always number one. It's always... Yeah, number one was raw. And I guess my big break for myself personally was episode 11, Don Landolfi, who's the uh, home interpreter for Board 41. Uh, at the time and he's had such an illustrious career and most people think of him as a wizened man they don't really think of him as somebody that used to be a division one college official so it was really good to hear his story um, I specifically remember recording yours at like two in the morning and you know I just I remember we were just on one with, with like making the the artwork it was the first time we used a splash of color uh, up until then I didn't have any color and then I started doing all of those uh, splashes of color. And then, of course, Ernie, I, I definitely felt that. I think Stu, um, Stu Davis, episode 30, that was special to me because we recorded it live at Federations. And this was before we even officiated. And that was a cool experience to um, experience with him. And then, of course, Coach Vaughn, especially because, you know, now I'm in the midst of volleyball season and I re-remember how great she is. I re-remember how inspiring she is. I re-remember how hard we are on ourselves. Um, and we still win. It's like, it's crazy. And I remember he hearing her podcast. I was in Brazil still. And it was great already. And I didn't know her. Now that I know her, I have a bigger admiration to her job and what you and her do. Like, you guys do it together. It's a... It's really a great job. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm a very low key. I'm, I'm more of like the uh, personable coach that um, all the girls lean on. They, they need that. I they say that the assistant coach is the best friend of the players, right? They gotta trust you. Maybe they're gonna be pissed at the coach at some times, but they, they gotta have someone that is a leader and they, they can tell you everything. Because mm. then, of course, you can work that out with Fuvon later on. Right. But if they start hiding secrets from you guys, then then the team, the team chemistry is broke, right? Right. Episode 33 was also special. That was Derek Madry, who, you know, I remember at one time I, I was, like, scared of him. And, like, for him to uh, recognize me as a peer, 
for him to see how hard I've worked and figured things out, like, that means a lot to me. And obviously he led me to the mentor of all mentors, Bernard Bowen, episode 36, which was, you know, I think it's just a must listen, personally. There's really nothing else I need to say. I've referred to it in so many episodes. And of course, my boy who I met from that too, Kevin Sparrick, episode 37, who you know, we ship in our Tales from the Third Team, which we still got to get the ball rolling a little more, Kev. Hit me up. Um, and, of course, 44, you know, I was able to at least in real time, like, I know that I could just always listen to it. And, you know, 47, 47 was, was special. Like 47 was... Was Nelson's? Yeah, and he just he just inspired me to realize, like, yeah. I'm not working hard enough. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's no way a normal person do what the G League guys, NBA guys do. like, uh, And that's good to, to know the stories because when you know the stories, if you are a normal person, you're going to see how much they work hard to get there and how much they have to do before, after, and during their games. It's just like game day is pretty much 12 hours working, man. It's not like it's six hours before, then during the game, then maybe three hours later. So you've got to be putting the hard work. It's not just, yeah, I go to this game, I get paid, I don't know how how many thousands, and I go home. It's like it's ongoing work all the time. And it takes only one mistake for you to be out of the out of the cards. So, yeah, it's really, really hard, hard work. Sky Kali was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sky I mean, Kali listen, I, I, I listened to all of them. And, yeah. you know, I think also episode 50... Ron Eclario, Ron Eclario, the, the, the most winningest basketball coach in New York State. Like, I mean, that just came off the strength of like the momentum that yeah. my website had, and that he just trusted me. It wasn't even like mm, this sounds a little fishy. So, I already knew that I had a quality product by the time I was fifty, and you know, I think that has guided me from fifty-one to you know we're almost at a hundred. I don't feel as like I got a hard sell on it. I think it's you know. Everyone's kind of honored, and I'm honored to, to share all these stories. It's really crystallizing my brain. It's the rant. It's it's referees ranting about their whole story, and it's that's great. That's it's great. awesome. But nonetheless, um, do you have any final words you want to say before we part? Ways? Yeah, that is another episode that I really like. Is because I knew the person before the episode came out, and then I met the person personally, and we make <laughs> jokes about it, but. It's true. I want to I, I want to give a shout out to Jalal Kawiz because <laughs> Jalal Jalal's episode is good, and I knew the guy. Like I was talking to him, I was watching him on Facebook, putting this and that on his forum, and like, oh, who is this guy? And then he just suddenly came out in a podcast. So you humanize him, and I was oh, this guy's great. And then I met him in person in, at the barbecue. Uh, great guy. So yeah, shout out to Jalal. That's so funny. That's my final words. I won't <laughs> say no more tonight. Cool, man. And this is special to me. Um, like I said, each and every listener that's been listening to this um, in real time and going back, I, I think this is you know, very special that I have an audience and I'm looking forward to growing with you guys. And, you know, we're going to do the same thing with 51 through 100, 101 till however we do till this stops. And I don't know. I don't foresee this stopping anytime soon. So, for Cassio Machado. Thanks, man. This is Ralph the Ref. This is The Rant. We are signing out. Out. Bye. <laughs>